0: What's up guys? We hope everybody is staying safe out there. On uh, this episode, we have uh, the guys from Super thing Coffee joining us today. We learned a lot about them and they shared a lot of great tips with us and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. They are coffee roasters from Austin, Texas. If you guys don't know who they are, I hope you guys check them out. Um, again, really cool, cool time with them and we really appreciate them hopping on the on the Zoom call with us. Um, I know there's gonna be some lag here and there or some cutouts. We do apologize for that, but that is kind of the nature of doing Zoom calls. Hope you guys enjoy it. Catch you on the next one. Later, homies. All
1: right, well, Copy Crew, what's up, guys? Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Today we have two special guests. We have Tony and Kyle, all the way from where are you guys from?
2: Uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. We are gonna we are gonna double answer every question. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. yeah, you might want to delete one of us
1: in public. <laughs> no, you're good. All right, kind of, Tony. Um, so kind of just take us from the beginning. Uh, just introduce you guys, introduce yourselves, um, and then uh, tell us a bit about your company, your, your coffee roasting, all that good stuff. <laughs>
2: uh, um, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Did we say Kyle? Did I felt like you said Kyle. Tell us about your... Oh, uh, right. sure, yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll I'll start. How about that? Uh, right. Yeah, I'm Kyle. Uh,
3: I'm uh, one quarter of the the Super Thing Empire. Um, we've we started. We actually started roasting initially. There, we have a sister coffee shop, uh, Paddock Coffee. Um, we started kind of roasting like small features for that, probably like three years ago, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then that turned into Super Thing just a little over a year ago um and that is largely tony and i are the ones that in the in the roaster doing all the all the stuff and then we have um nick and andy who are partners and they've, they're they involved in the the sister shop patica as well um
1: oh, cool.
3: and yeah so that's kind of the the
2: gist i missed part of that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah andy and andy and nick are sort of they they started patica uh 10 years that's false data now. I think it's, what year from? is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I no, but no <laughs> from- 2009, I think, uh, and they, it was a trailer and then it moved into uh, becoming a brick and mortar shop in 2014, um, and we, uh, we kind of needed them to come aboard as our business dads to speak um, so we were sort of you know they were interested in the roaster and it was really like us wanting to sort of move into another realm of coffee like we'd been baristas and managers for a long time and roasting just seemed super interesting to us so you know we kind of we kind of conned them into it a little bit but uh it ended up being a really good fit and they, they sort of they they are courageously shepherding us through uh, being businessmen.
1: <laughs> so that's kind of their role,
2: yeah.
1: So you guys have been in, uh, yes, in the coffee saying. game. Sorry, go ahead.
3: What was it? Oh sorry, you cut out a little bit there.
1: Oh I'm sorry. I was saying that so how long have you guys been in the in the coffee game for? Because I mean so now you guys have been there for been in it for a while now.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I first, um, I was actually one of the the first employees with, with those guys. And that was, uh, coming up on 10 years ago. Um, I I moved around for a little bit. I I worked at a few other shops in between that, but, um, so I've I've generally been in the coffee industry for about 10 years. I think Tony's pretty similar time Um, yeah, we didn't work together the whole time, but for the last like five or six years, we've been working together. Um, yeah, we both we both been in the industry for a long time, and we're both kind of curious about like, like okay, we've been we've been in this the uh, you know front of house kind of coffee side of it for a long time, and kind of just curious about what goes on behind the scenes. And right. yeah,
1: that's cool. And then how's how's that though? Like you guys, I mean, what was the, the beginning of it for you guys? Like what kind of? I mean, you guys were were baristas, and then what was that moment like where you guys were like this coffee thing? it's like something I want to be doing the rest of my life. I mean, probably not the rest of your life, but yeah. You, you yeah.
2: yeah. I feel like, um, kind of it. my started at Padica in 2014 when, when the brick and mortar shop opened for like a, it made the jump from trailer to like full blown thing. Um, and a lot of that, In starting a business and interest in doing it long term came from that experience. I think Mm -hmm. Andy and Nick are really, really sort of caring and thoughtful business owners. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are kind of in the sense of, you know, if you have to do something for work, um, be nice to each other and respect each other and create something. Fosters that environment for everyone involved, and uh, it was just really exciting to kind of put a shot together from from nothing, you know? Right, yeah. you know, like really just getting to. And they really trusted the, the employees to have a lot of input, and um, so yeah, we we along really well. And I think we, on one hand, you've kind of put a lot of time into this thing. We've so done coffee for a really long time, and maybe you want. Uh, Maybe you want to see like the fruits of that labor a little bit more, like as opposed to just you know I'm not somebody who's jumped around a whole lot in terms of work, mostly done service industry stuff, and so coffee just kind of I mean you guys are baristas and there's there's some love for that, yeah.
0: Um, yeah true.
2: You kind of get it, you know. Uh, so the roasting was sort of like you know if we oh, if we had to do something what would we do? And we kind of wanted to tackle something new um and it just seemed like roasters have the cool the cool side of the job to us like it seems <laughs> like it seemed like they get to hang out and taste coffees and kind of really be considerate about that and they get to work on cool handmade machines and you know just seemed awesome to us so yeah we we kind of like i think there were a lot of closing shifts that oh, and i would be like sweeping and mopping and doing dishes <laughs> and being like it's great, but what if
1: we weren't? Yeah. We were doing
2: something else. That's good. Um, yeah.
3: Every, every time Nick and Andy are frustrated with, uh, you know, some aspect of the roast, Charles is like, "Well, you guys scheduled this for a lot of closing shifts, and that's that's why this is now a thing." So
0: it's Yeah. Yeah. Time, <laughs>
3: I, I also, uh, before, like, right when the, the brick and mortar shop of Patica opened up or Tony and I started working together, I was working in a shop in Wisconsin, um, that was like had built, was building a roaster and like, like starting a roasting company. And so, um, I kind of saw that element of, of, of starting something and bringing it up and like they, they kicked it off, like right, right. As I was moving back to Austin. Um, so that also kind of kept a seat in my mind of like, Oh, I've, I've seen all the labor of like building this thing up and like yeah. that, that definitely added an element of interest to me.
1: There's something cool about like uh, starting things from scratch kind of thing. Right. Cause yeah. you put in so much work, especially cause uh, we've always worked, I mean all three of us really worked with uh, this really close friend of ours who does like a lot of startup businesses yeah. and some kind of like, like jack of all trades kind of thing. So like we learn a little bit of a little bit of everything. And uh, we've always kind of like worked from the bottom and then now we finally seen it come together. I think that's super, something that's super like cool. And I think as human beings kind of like love to see things kind of grow and come up, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Cool. So then you guys, so fast forward, you guys come up with super thing coffee roasters and I love it. Like it's just, it's just so like out of the norm, like out of your typical, like clean, like I was telling yeah. you guys on an email, kind of clean, the you know typical roasters But yeah. then you guys came in with a whole different mindset so kind of tell me about like the 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 birth of super thing even you know what i mean kind of like how you guys put the ideas together or the concept you know super thing
2: yeah naming a company is really hard it is very yeah, um,
1: yeah. Yep.
2: and so we we like I said, we've, we've referenced our other partners. These guys, Andy and Nick, have started a lot of businesses, not just coffee. Um, and I think they kind of they kind of understood that sort of incubator side of it, where this is, these are the steps. And one of them is, is, you know, kind of defining what your values are, the four of us together, and what we're trying to do, what we're not trying to do and naming it was maybe the most laborious part. I think like, we all agreed on a lot of stuff regarding the look and feel and the kinds of coffees we were running all that, but the, the name just kept eluding us. And I think we probably each brought maybe like 150 names up mm-hmm. over, like, uh, yeah. And we had a huge mirror in their house that was, we were writing the names and, uh, every week we would get to kind of evaluate, okay, well, how do we, and it was like, oh, I really liked that last week, but now I hate that, I hate that, I (laughs) really want to see that again, and Super Thing, we all kind of liked right away, because it was just simple and punchy, and like, kind of funny, and kind of a lark thing, kind kind of almost feels like it wasn't meant to be taken too soon seriously. Um, I I took it from a Devo song. It's it's a Devo song on New Traditionalists. I shouldn't say that. They'll sue me. Um,
0: (laughs) I got to give him some money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I, it just kept like, process. Like, we'd wipe names off. And it was just like, when the dust settled, that was the name that was left. And it's awesome now because, you know, once we took the name and and sort of we were nervous about it and we brought it up to you know our designers who ended up kind of taking it and really re- running with it and making it a thing and now i couldn't picture it being something else everyone says in the name couldn't imagine you know there was definitely a time where we were like we're really gonna do this we're really gonna put that <laughs> on business. yeah, yeah.
1: That's crazy, yeah, and then uh, I think it's funny because, like, like, you always hear that, that coming up with a name could, like, stop a business from opening, like, <laughs> just, just because a name, like, like, you will not start a business because, you're like, the freaking name, I need to know the name, I need to know the branding, all that stuff.
3: That's, that's stuff. real, that's real, it's, it's, it's very
2: real.
1: For sure. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's a good thing. I came up with coffee crew. I mean, it's not really much to it. <laughs> you're like, Kitty, you coffee crew. Okay, that's cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: like main- I mean, there's something to be said with decisiveness. You just pick it and you, yeah. you're Obviously. happy.
2: Well, yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's cool though. Because there's this there's thing to like, kind of being like perfectionist in, in what you do. And like, you want it to be just right. You want to kind of like, to feel something, you know, like when you see the coffee. And I think that with your, cause I'm looking at it right now, actually. That's <laughs> yeah. like you're looking at it. Uh, which is, is really delicious, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, obviously, the, the natural, freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, awesome. But the other one was, was amazing as well. But yeah, it's so delicious, man. And um, one of the things that really just caught my attention was the packaging, for one, mm-hmm. the color schemes, and kind of like the series that we're in right now is Creative Juice. Um, we're just kind of talking about, and we wanted to kind of look for roasters that were, generally complete, were doing it differently and, we're doing different color scheme. We're doing different packaging, even. And you guys were one of the top ones that kind of stood out. So, kind of, uh, tell me about the the packaging and and yeah. these little guys, like the little eyes and <laughs> little eyes. like like
3: yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like like you said, there's there's already like there's a ton of coffee companies like that are doing like the clean modern thing, and they're doing it well, and it's awesome. But so like we were kind of like, well, that's People have, people have taken care of that. We're gonna go a different route, and I think just to be true to ourselves, we're just like let's just go as weird as possible. And as possible. Um, So we I think we like you know we, we kind of settled on a lot of name, and we were kind of talking about like we want to do something out there, um, and so we were kind of like we initially like we're looking at like different like more like into like beer and things like that, things that like ha- like get, gets a little bit more playful with packaging and things like that um so we we're like taking inspiration from things like that and then we actually uh we we lucked out and found a a killer designer out of mexico city um mm-hmm. and we we actually like we started looking in mexico city initially because we we like like i feel like there's a mexico city color palette
0: yeah. that
3: we thought like really like kind of would resonate like was was going after the thing we wanted to and so we found a really killer designer in futura that just like Kind of took our seedlings of ideas and like, you know, just knocked it out of the park. Um, so they like they were they were instrumental in getting us to where we are as, as far as like execution. We had a bunch of weird ideas, and they are professionals that know how to execute them. yeah, yeah. Um, do this. Do this yeah just
1: make it come to yeah.
2: life. <laughs> we um, knew we wanted we knew we wanted to do like uh, uh, we wanted to do the colorful thing. Because you know you yeah. see a lot of very kind of minimalist packaging in coffee, right. um, and like Kyle said, we we were inspired by beer brands specifically. We were inspired by Michelier. Yeah. And if you look at Michelier's packaging, you can kind of see where we were coming from a little bit. And they mm-hmm. they had this like sense of like everything very very tight. It's all tuned, mm-hmm. and they have like a wide variety of colors. And they tell a wide variety of stories with very simple but colorful and fun sort of sort of look and that we we, we were carrying and drinking a lot just kind of bled in <laughs> and i think we it, it just seemed like that kind of enhanced the sort of like the, <laughs> their it, they, their story is enhanced by the the look and feel of the cans and not every design although there are plenty of good designs out there they don't they always do that like that yeah. was something we wanted, it, we wanted to feel, a feel cool, like we like, had it a... go
3: ahead oh yeah sorry it, uh, like also has this like which we we definitely also kind of carried forward it has this like dynamic element where there are like there are characters that are on pretty much every can but they're different and it's like you know if you once you know what it is it's like oh that's very recognizable yeah but if you did not it, it kind of looks like this like splash of color and random characters and different things so we liked Mike that Keller, like right? dynamic element what was that
1: Mikeller? you sent me though yeah they're from uh europe or somewhere in europe right aren't they yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. From they're
2: from copenhagen They're from Copenhagen. yeah
1: yeah there's one <laughs> in san diego and uh that's yeah. yeah what drew my attention is their yeah actually their design is so freaking sick and i have i saw yeah. the beer the company i was like which one is that one yeah but it just hit a it just hit a little light bulb right now but yeah they have that yeah. for, like color schemes kind of like matte some some kind of matte colors mm-hmm. and that kind of like uh like their branding right it's the same kind of style of art. yeah like, that, like they have like yeah. a picture of like frida in the restroom with the style, yeah. same art style yeah yeah, yeah it's super it's cool so good. i'm totally seeing my yeah. kind of, like, correlation on that stuff that's so cool and then also with the, uh, because i know you guys have different roles within the company right you said you said you have a uh, nick and then what's the other person's name sorry
3: uh andy yeah uh andy Wigginton is the uh he he's primarily runs um our our sister shop uh patica Um, and then he he, you know we all have you know it's it's the four of us so we all have a million roles of little tasks that we do And that's uh, what i was
1: kind of going with with like you guys have this creative like mindset or have this idea of where to take the coffee company but at the end of the day, you just have to kind of like delegate some of the some of the things, right? With, with like, okay, if I'm not the best creative like, designer, then I got to be able to kind of send it to somebody yeah. else, like that's what they're good at, right? I think that's like an important part of like a business, being able to like use their resources, or or even if they can't keep it all in house, but they they, they still need to send it to the professionals or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I see with like yeah. coffee and everything, really. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah, and I mean, for, for me, collaborate, like collaborating with people is like, it's, it it's really like takes everything to the next, next level, like, you know, whether it's like in house with like, with super thing or like working with the designers and stuff like yeah. that stuff is to me, like the the most fun part of it is like, coming together and figuring stuff out and taking stuff someplace that you wouldn't maybe have taken it alone.
0: Yeah, I'm glad he said that because I, think a lot, I feel like a lot of times we... Um, even us, we try to come up with things of like new things that we're gonna do in the month or something like that, or a new design. And sometimes we take it to the designer, and they take it to a place where we didn't even like meant to go, but then like it turns out yeah. even better than we expected. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that, and I really like that. I was gonna ask you yeah. guys, um, you know, doing coffee for ten plus years, where do you guys, you know stay in love with coffee like daily you know when those days when those hard Mm -hmm. days coming where you're like man i wish i was making coffee right now instead of roasting maybe some days you have like that um how do you keep the inspiration going you know Mm -hmm. 10 plus years into the game
3: i mean there's (laughs) after you no sorry
2: i uh i was responding to your glitch i uh (laughs) um I feel like the inspiring is like, this is super lame to say, but you guys know it. You guys understand this. The The part where you interact with people is the best part. We're right? So, like, when you're coffee or doing something else, I think when those good interactions come, whether it's like getting to talk to you guys or getting to serve somebody something really great, um, that just adds meaning to it that a lot of other jobs don't get. And I like, I'm fascinated by that relationship mm-hmm. in all sort of aspects of the service industry, if you're making whatever. I love when somebody finds like a daily passion like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I can't I, I would say like even when things are tough, I still just like the moment of getting to make a potato.., every
0: time. Yeah. Nice. Thank you.
2: Like it's just that part of it is just always fun. And I think a batch of coffee is similar. It's like you know everything you know. It's going to be good, um, and there's just something about that that daily grind that I I think the inspiration kind of. It it's sort of a sort of its own feedback loop. Yeah,
1: right. It's good. How about you? Right.
3: How about you? Um, yeah, and then. I think another, like that absolutely is true. And then I also like, I find that there's always just like more stuff to, to figure out like,
1: yeah.
3: you know, as much, like as much coffee nerdy as you get, like, you know, like I was barista for a long time and like, you know, did most of the coffee managing at Patica, which was cool. And it's still like, there's you know, a million better baristas than me. Um, but like, you you learn a lot about that. And then you go into the coffee roasting side. And now, wonder, like, now I was just like, oh, the way I approached like certain, certain things I would I would never do anymore because now I know I've figured out this other thing behind the scenes that changes the way I would approach like dialing in certain things or like troubleshooting swing problems. So there's always also like another element of like figuring something else out. And like, you know, there's tons of new coffees that we get in all the time. and. You know like hey let's buy a little bit of geisha and try roasting that we've never done that before let's figure it out yeah. um so yeah there's always there's always just more more to do um that that's that keeps
2: it interesting
1: yeah, yeah for sure like there's always like so much to learn especially like coffee like, you thought you knew a certain way like you were saying and then it's like wait yeah everything i knew was completely wrong It means me, like a whole different nothing <laughs> like that is there anything that you yeah. guys have like anything like more like hobbies or something like that that you guys kind of like just to kind of like turn away from coffee for a little bit take a little breather like what do you guys do like in your free time like more creative kind driven
2: yeah we're both musicians for sure um yeah that's the, that, it's actually the weird reality that we're in now has been interesting for creativity for me i feel like getting to actually spend time with my guitar again and uh you know because we've been managing patica and starting the roaster kind of perpetually. this is the time where i'm just like well yeah i don't have, have any like plumbing problems to solve or <laughs> roaster <laughs> fires or whatever so i guess i'll just play guitar uh and there's been a lot of like contemplative sort of stuff related to that too Pretty cool but yeah i, I kind of i like to Play and write music, and uh, I uh, I find a lot of I have a lot of passion for uh, you know food stuff, baking breads, and making pizzas and stuff like that. You know, I'd like to pick one, one thing and see if I can get decent at it and move on
1: to the next yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, so exactly the same way. So exactly. The yeah. Same. I've been saying the whole day, uh, jack of trades, master of none.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is yeah. <laughs> that is a super important at being a business owner too. I feel like you have to really. I think it's important to want to try a variety. Also, it's really important to know when you've tried it and you're not good
3: at
1: it.
0: So right.
2: probably. And like also, you guys,
3: sometimes you just don't have a choice. You're also <laughs> exactly.
1: you're just gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a necessity, right? Like, especially I think like right now with the whole like coronavirus thing, like businesses are kind of forced to like get creative and figure things out yeah. and things differently. So. That's super cool what about you man anything uh musician as well
3: yeah uh definitely music is a big Was that the
1: cello back there i see uh well, it's a bass
3: that? bass big cello. The big cello the big cello um yeah so I, I play a bunch of you know random instruments most of them poorly um <laughs> and then yeah we've i've been this this extended before quarantine and all that but we've been like doing this like massive uh overhaul on our house which i have no skill or know-how to but it's been uh it's been a lot of work so actually i, I think i finished hanging drywall about 10 minutes before i jumped Oh man. Off, so. <laughs> i'm figuring a lot of stuff out about that too so. <laughs> that's
0: cool i guess, I guess it's, that's, a, that's such a great thing like uh bringing back to the whole like the jack of all trades like learning how to do drywall like there's so many lessons i feel like in in even things that we will never even expected and then we tried. Yeah have to learn them or we have to do them on the fly. Or hey now i gotta learn final cut or hey you gotta learn illustrator and then like you learn like little lessons from there and then you're able to take those into your business and and use those skills i think that's such a that's such a great point that you guys brought
3: up yeah i i also have power tools that i'm definitely going to use to build a mobile bar so (laughs) yeah yeah
2: we're yeah I think learning how to do, learning how to teach yourself how to do something, is a skill out of the It's, it's that's like, yeah. I have now because of, because of just sheerness, out of the sheer necessity and a little bit of interest, like I've taken apart a lot of the seneso at Patica and I've learned how to rebuild most of the stuff on it uh, by breaking it, an in incredible yeah. times right yeah. before service oh you know i think enough of that stuff there's this weird you have this weird like foolish confidence to try yeah.
1: something <laughs> good. has the uh the whole epidemic thing affected you guys in any way with like I, your, your business the roasting all that stuff yeah
3: we had, we had actually kind of primarily been focusing on uh wholesale relationships um, and then, you know, most of the shops have kind of closed down. Some of them are starting to reopen now, which is great. Um, but we kind of did like a, a a major pivot when stuff closed down to kind of focus more on like online sales. Right. Um, started like a roaster subscription. Yeah. So like pretty much every week I'm, I'll, I'll roast a new coffee and send it out to like the people that sign up. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, we, but that was kind of figured out. After the fact, like we were doing like a few online sales, but not really focusing on it. And then it was like, Oh, this is gonna be our whole business. Like, let's try to get this mm-hmm. up and running and ironed out as quickly as possible, <laughs> yeah. which I, I'm, I'm very impressed at, at how quickly like we all kind of came together and took different parts of it mm-hmm. and put it together.
2: It got pretty wild. Yeah, because we, you know, it may not sound like bigger roasters that have a lot of employees or like just are used to the volume. But we, we started doing, you know, like upwards of like a hundred retail bags and a lot of personal packaging, just, to, you know, the two of us scoops, you know, but also like we, we're lucky in the fact that one of our partners is a software engineer. And, and so he designed the back end sort of like pretty much overnight, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of our internal tracking of stuff. And, uh, all the usps integration and stuff was done pretty pretty quickly yeah. on the fly and that's that's yeah. handy you, you need a technologist whenever you start a business so whichever one of you got really good at final yeah
1: it's funny he's uh i mean we're all musicians as well but he's a electric guitar player and so like actually we uh he does like sound and he messes around with the pedals so he had just what do you, you just use that for yeah. like other things and apply that to uh <laughs> you, to, you know all that stuff? So yeah. yeah. Definitely hear you on that. And then also uh kind of yeah. talk about like what do you guys do when you kind of have your meetings or when you guys gather together and then you have this like creative funk where you guys are like hitting a wall maybe where the, whether it's like a roasting profile or maybe it's like the way uh to present a product or something, just like or maybe even like your marketing or stuff like that, like what do you guys do when kind of keep hitting this wall of like, ah, oh, I just can't get past this like creative funk. Like, what do you guys do to kind of maneuver your way out of it? I feel like when <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I, 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 I have, I'm just funk, I think. So I don't know, maybe I've never been outside of a funk. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, um, actually one of the, one of the things that trips me up the most is trying to write the t- notes for stuff um because we always want them to be kind of like this are we uh what is happening this meeting has been upgraded okay sweet um thanks for upgrading me Um, (laughs) we uh sometimes you're just you have like a certain number of words and you don't the same stupid thing you did last time yeah and i find that I find that when I'm really stuck I have to find like my strategy for getting my brain going whatever that task is for the writing of the stuff I think I start reading like old I'll read old scientific journals or like I'll pour through like uh, manuals for like electron and stuff (laughs) to try to to (laughs) get a science fiction like mindset going and I'll usually come across one or two words but then you know suddenly it works
1: I have a quick I have a quick question on that just because uh with Kova there was this coffee that uh, I wasn't selling because of the name of the of the farmer was very like bizarre and it just wasn't very like appealing to people you guys ever kind of like see that pattern like having to change your tasting notes or even like having to tweak a little bit of like the names because they because they uh, they saw that as soon as they tweaked it a little bit like obviously, people were just more like receptive to it because they knew where pronounce it. Is that something that you guys kind of face similar things?
2: I don't think we've. I don't think we've ever tweaked the language or name of something like with any intent. I think if we did, it was just like us. Like we're small enough and and sort of s- silly enough to just do things purely selfishly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> if I've actually had that specific problem, I notice a lot that certain regions or something might like sell slower there's on the show at patica like i really only have strong correlation in my mind with, with our shop but um hmm. no i probably would be a good idea to think like that and i'm going <laughs> to credit kova with whatever name to it's going to increase <laughs> sales for real yeah. what about you kyle anything uh,
1: how do you uh, get
3: uh, yeah, I'd say um, for me, I mean, there's there's definitely like a certain certain amount of brute forcing that I think is overlooked in creativity. Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes creativity just does, does not feel inspired in any way in the time. You just have to, to keep work doing stuff. Um, I think that is one element that I, I find is pretty important. Um, then the other thing for like, I mean, for me, it also comes back to like a lot of like collaborate collaboration stuff. Like, you know, like whether it's like dialing in like a, a rose profile. Like, you know, a lot of times, like I'll I'll have certain thoughts about it, but then like we will get together and be cupping things, and we'll both have kind of different ideas that will like like oh, you know, I think I think this about this coffee, and you know that those will kind of come together, and we'll kind of like flesh out the ideas a little further that way. Cool. Um, and then a lot of the times, I also just don't even really think of them as like a creative endeavor like i'm i'm like the few like tasting notes i wrote it's just like i'm really just trying to like entertain like tony and myself and hopefully <laughs> yeah. other people also enjoy that but if i if i think if i try to think about it like too broadly and think like what's what's something that everyone's gonna find delightful then i then i'm i'm, I'm shut down so i mostly just try to be like what what do I think is entertaining and what what might make Tony like laugh a little bit
2: that's yeah that's that's a big part of creative endeavors for me too I think that anything that I look at that is a creative endeavor that I enjoy I think it comes from a sense that the people that made it enjoyed it and that is not something that you can fake very easily and so I think that the best bands when you see them are the ones that are playing for themselves Right. Uh, and i think that that's probably I, I think that's true like in you know marketing branding all that kind of stuff what we we applied that principle to working with our designer futura Man. we just kind of like we gave them a really hey we want color hey we think this is cool hey it's named super thing just go nuts and like they had a they may be lying to me because we paid them they had a great time we didn't want to be those clients you know and i kind of i think that's a principle that i like in business too it's nice when you can see that a business that's every creative decision is based on them kind of doing it for a love of it for for them them. and to yeah. to kind of you know they have no reason that they're trying to execute something i think that that's uh,
1: important. i love it man and i kind of just to like wrap things up a little bit but can you guys can give us some like tips or give the, the listeners some like creative tips on like how to continue like to work towards what you guys are doing. Maybe even like uh, for a startup business, if there's baristas out there that want to start their own thing, whether maybe it's not real estate but something else, like what are, what are some tips you guys can give that best book for you guys?
2: Every, every single day of starting an endeavor will feel impossible. And you just have to keep going. Like every time it feels impossible, you just have to wake up and do it again. Yeah, I think that's probably the the lesson that we learned. I well learned. We're doing still doing that every day. <laughs> I think until until we sell all of it, I don't know that we'll ever feel that way.
3: I feel differently about it. Right.
1: It's good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Like. Yeah. I think. I think there is like a lot of just like, just like kind of keep keep brute forcing things. Like if, like sometimes it's gonna feel really tough. You gotta keep going. Um, and yeah, like uh, if if it's coffee roasting, like we did some like SEA training stuff. Like when we were first getting interested in it, uh, we you know, like we found someone that we thought was a really talented person and went and trained with them and uh, a couple times and went and visited other roasters. Um, so that's like another thing too, is like reach out to people in that community, whether it's like roasting or, you know, if you want to be a woodworker, go to like a wood shop and talk to people you think are cool. And most people are pretty approachable. Um so yeah, I think I think reaching out to people and and just keep keep moving.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. reaching out to people's big. The Austin coffee scene specifically is really uh really open. Everybody's yeah. just cool. Like nobody's trying to take each other down or anything like that or uh, you know get a leg up or whatever. Like I every week we message somebody from some other coffee bar going, yeah, what what's this? I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> A real community we 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 share we, we've shared like pallets of coffee from importers with other roasters in town mm-hmm. we like we're we let people use our we'll let you know let us use theirs it's it's that's very cool that's really important and just stay connected and, and be nice to each other you'll you'll solve your problems a lot faster
1: that's awesome, that's awesome. i was going to ask about that, actually the coffee community in texas so you guys is it, is it fairly small or is it fairly
3: I mean, what part of it's Texas? Austin is pretty big. Austin, we're uh, we're in crazy. Austin, Texas. Yeah, and there's it's pretty it's pretty big here. Um, yeah, there's there's several specialty shops that have multiple locations, and there's a, a bunch of like one-off shops that are all good. I like the the place I live in. I can probably walk to eight oh
2: maybe, plus
3: different like specialty coffee shops. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's gotten
2: pretty saturated with with good people doing good work, and so uh yeah it's it, it's a very friendly community like everybody's yeah. very cool with each other
1: i was gonna yeah because san yeah. diego is getting pretty yeah as <laughs> well <laughs> pretty insane have you guys ever been to san diego or california area
2: i have never been to san diego i've been to l.a and san francisco yeah. um but never never san diego i have a few friends that are from there but they've probably been 15 years or more since they've been yeah, I have some family
3: in uh, the San Luis Obispo area.
1: Oh, uh, is nice. okay?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, well, thank you guys so much for, for being doing this with us. Seriously, like, it's a blast. And,
3: yeah, uh, thanks for having uh, us.
1: Hey, well, wish you guys the best, and hopefully thank you guys, you guys. Uh, kick some more butt, and thanks again for the coffee. So,
0: well, thank you, well, yeah.
3: thank you.